0: to purchase, that's a name. And welcome to episode 275 of All You Can Hear. I'm your host, Wenzel, and today I'm joined by... The mighty Colt. Yeah! Hopefully we treat you better than this movie did.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be having (laughs) a good story moments. Me promise.
0: (laughs) And if you're just now joining us this month in August, it will be Colt and I running the show... Uh, Pat and JoJo are taking a break for this month from recording because they need it, because they've been busy socially and working hard. So we decided to take the reins for a bit. Uh, today we'll be discussing and reviewing Thor: Love and Thunder, comparing it to the comic book storyline by Jason Aaron. We will be discussing spoilers for because both. at the time, for both, yes, for both, because at the time this is releasing, the movie would have released exactly a month. So we think that's enough time for anyone to watch it, or you know, if or maybe you're not interested in Marvel or this movie, and you want to know our thoughts, uh, then please stick around. Um, wow, a lot of spit just came into my mouth. Oh, it's I from
1: another source, like somebody spit in your mouth.
0: No, no. For some reason, as I was talking, just so much spit just developed in my mouth. For no reason, I, think I don't know.
1: it's Thor trying to put some like uh, some halts in our steps. Okay, so last night, uh, we tried to record this podcast, but Wenzel's uh, Wi-Fi kept getting real bad because the weather, uh, whenever we thought it was getting good, it uh, didn't, it just kept going and going and getting bad, uh, thanks to Thor. I think he just doesn't want to hear our opinions because we
0: have, spoiler alert, been talking shit on it for the last four days. We are very upset about it, and like this is no lie. Too last night, it was Saturday night when we um when we tried this. Uh, I I didn't expect anything to happen on my end. Cole was more worried about his end. But then as soon as we got on got online and started talking, my internet kept going out every five to ten minutes, and I'm like, well shit, we might not be able to do this tonight. So we had to push it. To Sunday today, when we're recording, and uh, it's actually my birthday. Um, happy birthday! Happy to birthday! Me. Uh, thank you. And um, yeah, like we watched uh, we watched Thor uh, three days ago on Thursday night, and because um, spe- speaking of Thor, you know it was it was thundering and lightning and raining, and we we're thinking, oh man, this is a this is maybe a good omen, you know, that this movie is gonna be great, um, and. You know, we'll we'll get in there. We'll love it. We'll come out victorious. You know, we just got done watching Minions. Minions totally won't be the best movie we watched that night. You know, Minions will be the second best. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And uh, as
1: soon as we entered, uh, we got hit with another omen, which we should have realized immediately as it was a bad omen.
0: It was a bad omen. As
1: right as the movie was beginning, someone decided to do a comic- Like, uh, whoa, slip and fall and throw their entire slushy across an entire aisle from one side to the other side of the theater, smashing
0: into the wall with their whatever slushy they had. It was it like, you know, the more I think about it, too, the more like I hope nobody got covered, but probably. Oh, yeah. Like
1: I if I got covered in slushy, I would like my night's ruined. I don't know what to do. Like I, I either I would go home immediately or I would sit there and watch the movie, but not really watch the movie because I'd be mad because I'm covered in fucking slushy and I'm sticky. And the
0: thing is, and like the movie already will be making you mad, so like you'll be double mad. That's like that, that's like a very bad combination. Like I mean, that's I'm sorry. That's a that's a terrible night. Oh, that would be yeah. a terrible night. And, and also too, I should say like when, when he says up the wall, it goes up the wall and hits a light. Like he's not, he's not lying about that. That, that happened and everybody got up, not everybody got up, but like everybody stood up from their seats a little bit and you could hear people whispering, are they okay? Because like, it was so, it like you, there's no way you could not have, you couldn't have seen it unless you were, I don't know, on your phone or just goddamn not looking or something and um there so there's a good there's like a good solid 5 to 10 minutes of movie we just missed. We have no idea what was said. But it was
1: the very beginning, so I'm assuming it wasn't that important.
0: No. I'm I hope I don't know. Doesn't matter right now, I guess. Not really. Um Not really. Uh so I know we've already kind of like so yeah. So The Thunder Omen I think was actually a Bad Omen too um we just took it as a good omen but we were wrong um we're gonna try so we're we're gonna try to talk about some good things that we liked about this movie and then that's when we'll move into negative stuff
1: yeah we'll try to do our positives as not negative as possible it's gonna be hard because some of the positives have uh Negatives. It's weird,
0: and there's not really many positives. There really isn't. So, I will say this: um, you know, uh, the the practical effects those were cool. Those were I think those were well done. The practical effects uh,
1: r- done with real stuff, uh, real tangible. Uh, just for the people out there that no, don't know the difference between practical and CGI. CGI's computer. Practical, real. And uh that's a negative I can't bring it up I'm sorry
0: <laughs> yeah so the practical effects were cool they were nice uh especially the be- the beginning there was um there was these bird like rocker like uh, bird rebel army I-, I I don't know they're they're the enemy in in the first part and um <laughs> they looked pretty they looked cool. But they looked um, wacky at the same time. Me and Colt were talking about this, and they kind of reminded us of, like, if you've ever seen Labyrinth or Dark Crystal type of costumes and creatures, they kind of looked like that. They looked something out of that, and they're actually pretty cool. And then the CG, the CG for some of the stuff wasn't bad because those birds were were also a combination of those two. There's some stuff in there that wasn't too bad with the CG. I mean... The beginning fight between um, Thor and that attacking army was pretty sick. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was cool funny
1: moments. whenever he stopped those two motorcycle things with his feet. Started screaming. I thought that was funny.
0: That was funny. That was funny. The motorcycles were cool, you know. Um, there was this battle that takes place on this, like, I don't even know if it's a planet. I don't want to say it's a planet, but it's like a, it's a small rock that they fight. Um, you know that. That was that was pretty cool the action I mean the action wasn't actually that bad no. it, it was pretty good um the fight on there the fight between uh Thor and um Zeus's uh, guards or whatever that's pretty sick that was pretty cool that was pretty sick um mighty Thor's fighting was actually pretty cool uh, the way she used the hammer yeah um, because uh,
1: in the comics uh, she has the hammer zoom zip 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 around freely. But in this one, since the hammer is smashed up, the shards have their individual patterns that she can control. So the shards will just zip around, and it's actually really OP and very cool and uh, underused in the movie.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's it was super cool, and um, uh, Gore. You know, um, the way he used the necro sword. I mean, the monster, the monsters he car- conjures up. Those were pretty cool. Um. In term in terms of just uh, CG and that, that's all I can really think of. Um, we'll talk about the bad CG later, obviously. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, so that's a positive. Uh, some of the effects and fights were cool.
1: I'm really like ra- like trying to think. Like Christian Bale was a good is a good actor. I love him. Yeah, but this is probably one of the worst roles I've seen him in. It's not because Gore is a bad character. Gore is an amazing character. I went ahead and bought the comics to prepare for this movie because I thought it's gonna be cool. I love Ragnarok. The comics were fan fucking tastic. The God Bomb, Thor the God Butcher, not Thor, uh, Gore the God Butcher, <laughs> was so <laughs> fucking cool. Some of the most badass shit you'll ever see in a comic. And then they turn Gore. Oh my God, we're still in the positives. They turn him into a
0: joke. <laughs> You you know, whenever we were trying to do this episode last night, Cole did the exact same thing when he was trying to talk about Christian Bale and Gore. That's so uh, that's kinda of funny. But I mean he's right though, because Gore, um for what we got, it wasn't bad. Um Christian Bale is an amazing actor. That hasn't changed. It was more of the directing and writing for him was not good. Um I I um well, that's a negative too. Uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna say something, but like, so like his design wasn't too bad. I do wish they would have kind of stuck to his original design, but I think this one being unique and separate, I think that's fine. I think it was all right. Um, yeah, uh, Gore Gore was. They hit they hit a high note with the beginning when they introduced him because they start off with his um, backstory, which was actually pretty good and I'm glad they did that. But then from there out it was just he was barely there in the movie. Yeah, honestly, it was
1: felt like a terrible use of him. He's a fantastic villain. He's like one of the most badass villains you can get and they just had him be there in a weird comedic sense. It just it was extremely yeah, disrespectful now- to the source material.
0: Yeah, not like Gore himself, Christian Bale, was being funny. It was more of the way they. Um, sorry, this is getting into negatives now. We're <laughs> almost out treated. of positives. There's not much. I know, I know. Um, oh, gosh. Well, I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah. I should mention, too. Um, yeah, Cole, like he said, he prepared for this movie by reading um, everything. Like Jason almost. The first run the of entirety, Thor, I read. First run of Thor. I just Uh, started
1: The Mighty Thors. I'm like seven issues into that. Fan-fucking-tasty comics. If you like Thor, read that shit because it will rock your shit.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Especially Gore the God Butcher storyline because, um, like Colt said, it's great. I read it back in 2018. Uh, I wanted to reread it, but I was busy reading other stuff and doing other things. But I, I knew it was so freaking good. I didn't honestly need a refresher. But honestly, after watching this movie, I'm going to probably go and read it because it just left a bad taste in my mouth and I want something good. Um, yeah,
1: and plus there's some that you haven't read. I mean, there's a lot of Jason Aaron stuff with War of the Realms. Oh, yeah, no. And, like just No, stuff. Mighty
0: Thor, War of the Realms, a lot of that stuff, yeah. I just want to read specifically Gar- Gore the God Butcher, but I absolutely need to read more because, like you said... um Mighty Thor's great. War of the Realms is freaking cool. Um I where I left off too, I um I wanted more. So I definitely need to go back. I'm trying to think of other positives. Uh There's really I mean, not much. E- I mean everybody like everybody you know, acting was good. I mean uh the Guardians for as long as they were there, I mean they were kinda they were fun. Yeah,
1: the Guardians were fun. <laughs> I feel like their jokes were probably some of the best in the movie and they're gone. They're gone within the first 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, and um, and I mean, okay, so those jokes starting off were not too bad. Um, the goats, you know, surprisingly for the goats being, the goats screaming being an outdated meme format, um, that was actually still pretty funny. Because, like, if nobody remembers, that was, like, a huge thing in the mid 2000s, 2010s, is um, having like, um, oh gosh, a, a song, like a pop song. And then whenever there's like a high, like vocal part, it's replaced with the goat screaming, you know, as a, like, ah, gotcha, you know. Um, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, it's just some goats screaming. Because goats, when they scream, they do, or some goats
1: scream, they sound just like that.
0: They sound just like that. And it is horrifying. Sometimes, um, oh, it was cool to see uh, where all the gods have been this entire time. I guess, uh, they've been in a realm called uh, omnipotency. I want to say omnipotency, Om- omnipotency, Omnipotent but, city. Yes, um, that's where they've been. I thought that was cool. We got to see all the different gods and stuff. Some of them, not obviously, we can see every single one, but. It, it was kind of a big deal because we have a, we have a, like, a dedicated, like, or we, we have a, we know exactly now where they have been and why they haven't been present because when they go to this place, they can never leave it. Um, I think that was the case, wasn't it? Uh, it was more so for Thor because he didn't want Thor I, uh, to know where they yeah, all were. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I just, I, I remember that. Maybe I just, transplanted that together anyway it was cool to see that um i don't think we have any more no we, we 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 oh
1: oh the outfits too the this is these oh, are the oh, best the costumes. Thor costumes ever like uh with mighty Thor and normal Thor these are beautiful yeah. designs beautiful colors
0: yeah because at some point uh core not Gore Thor uh, changes his costume because he gets jealous of mighty thor and his helmet and his colors they're pretty damn sick i mean every, yeah the costumes are great um i do think i do think it's funny though how so like the marketing and advertising and stuff for gore you know he looks similar to his comic counterpart with his uh, skin color but then everybody was like oh he's just a white guy because it's just Christian Bale with a bald cap and i was like oh yeah but then when you actually see him in the movie it's like holy shit he is just a white guy yeah. he doesn't look alien at all he has like some some kind of markings but that's it he doesn't he doesn't look alien in, and in it's the really dark
1: weird. It was, i think it's after he gets a neck or sort he gets like a grayish tint he just looks like a malnourished white guy
0: Yeah, no. Whenever he gets the Necro Sword, he um he gets cursed. Basically, uh he looks because he's infected by it. So there's that. But I mean, that's nothing. Like it's not. uh, I remember Taika Waititi saying in an interview that the reason why they didn't stick to his the way he looked in the comics was because they were afraid that people would just say he looked like Voldemort. But I'm like,
1: so fucking yeah.
0: I mean I guess but I don't know take a risk like if you give him his tendrils I mean you can't really say he looks like Voldemort when he has his tendrils I don't know I but it's fine it's fine no that's no, not fine it's not because fine. the movie fu- the movie fucking sucked <laughs> Yeah <laughs> so I feel
1: like we should go ahead and give her scores and her, what happened Yeah
0: let's go ahead and give her scores so um my score Is one and a half. I originally gave it two and a half, and Colt did this first. Actually, he bumped his score down after like
1: twelve hours. I went to sleep and I woke up, and I was still angry about it. And I thought about it more. I went from two stars to one and a half.
0: I I changed mine over the course of three days because the more I thought about it, like Colt, I was like, this movie makes me so mad. It's so disappointing, and it sucks. I gotta bump my score down. It is currently, for me at least, the worst Marvel movie I have ever seen.
1: I'm with you, 100%. Like I thought Thor Dark World was overhated. I really enjoyed it. I think Thor 1 was boring as hell. Thor 1 was my least favorite Marvel movie, but now it's been dethroned by my most anticipated Thor movie. That's crazy.
0: It's so fucking crazy because, oh, my God. I mean, really, though, like I think what what makes it sting even more is just how excited we were, just how pumped we were, because, oh, my God, this will not. I I am getting so much. Is there a God controlling my saliva right now? Because this is ridiculous. Why is this happening? Did I eat something that causes me to salivate more? I mean, it's possible that that is a thing. That is a thing. Fuck. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Let me take a drink. Oh, my God. I don't think that helped. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I mean, I'm adding more um, water
1: to water. That just creates more water.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, gosh. But anyway, yeah. So when this movie was first announced, obviously, everybody – we were all excited because – it's. It was the um, first time a movie in the Marvel Universe would get a fourth. Um, they announced the title. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna
1: say, and the trailer was fucking
0: banging. That trailer was a great ass trailer. Yeah. No. It was a. It was a great trailer. And. Um. And, and like I said, when it was announced, uh, it was um, its title card was announced. It looked really cool. The the font and everything. But everybody kind of became um apprehensive because it seemed like it was gonna be more kind of silly more campy maybe um in the same vein as Ragnarok but then Taika himself announced that gore they'd be adapting his story um and there would be some tenderness and seriousness to it so I was like okay because he did a good job with Ragnarok so I think this will be fine or I think it will be fine. And then he said, and then uh, you know, after trailers, after more interviews, he said Gore's probably the best villain in the MCU. He's amazing. Christian Bale's amazing. And um, yeah, that uh, none of that panned out. No,
1: not at all. Uh, Winslet and I agree. We think Taika Waititi needs to not direct another Thor movie ever again. Or just, if he does, I need Marvel to step in and tell him to stop it. And chill the fuck out with the jokes. Because we're dealing with a character called Gore the God Butcher. In the comics, he goes around killing all these gods. Because when he was uh, with his daughter, uh, she starved and died in a desert. And uh, whenever he went to the god saying, why weren't you there? Why didn't you help? The god laughed at him saying, I don't give a fuck. I like to eat fruit and uh, basically grab the necrosword from the corpse of someone nearby stabs a god in the throat and he says i will kill all gods he doesn't say it but his name's gore the no god he's, butcher.
0: Uh, he says that this will be my promise all gods will die ah,
1: okay then he does he says i'm going to kill all gods then it proceeds yeah. to turn into family guy where it's nothing but fucking <laughs> jokes and i love family guy i do
0: but this is gore the god butcher you can't do this well, yeah, because Family Guy is meant to be a comedy. Thor, like, if we're talking about redundancy right now, because Thor has been through so much. I I, I don't know, like, we're, we were just talking about gore, but Thor, you know, he's lost his father, his mother, his brother, half of his people, and, and then, you know, they lost the... F- he lost his hammer he lost the first battle with Thanos um I mean he's already been through so much he lost his eye so like dude's been through a lot and then there's this you know there's this where you would you would think that maybe you would take some of that for character development maybe make him maybe make it a little more serious I mean Cody said this back whenever we were doing the episode about infinity war that all of the character development that thor had from ragnarok was completely just fucking diminished yeah. and i was like i was like oh well not well no let's see let's see and then no he he was fucking right it was all it was all for nothing um and then taika was like yeah whatever And and then like Colt said, Gore. I mean, it it starts off really well. I mean, Gore is in the desert. He loses something so fucking precious to him because they were worshiping devoutly to a god, and that god did not fucking care. He did not care. He saw Gore and his people as less than animals, maybe just animals. I I mean, I don't know. Like he he didn't. He was literally the god picked him up by the neck and was going to kill him. He's like I don't fucking care. There'll be more followers. I don't care. You can die. Die with your daughter. And and that and like that starts off really well, but then I think I think too this is where obviously we're going to the negatives right now. So, whenever he gets the Necro sword, we we see the body of whoever was wielding it. I think maybe the god mentioned that that was another god that who had it, but it's kind of downplayed. About it, and the entire fucking movie, Gore. Even though he's a serious threat, he's basically downplayed. Same thing with the Necro Sword. Literally, all you hear is, "Oh yeah, I've heard stories about it. It's a cursed sword." Blah 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 blah. And then they're like, "Oh Gore the God Butcher," you know. We um we get like a moment in the beginning with the Guardians where there's like a bunch of messages coming about how there's this guy killing gods, the God Butcher. Blah blah blah. But we never see his exploits. No, and I mean, it was
1: just Thor going around with his gang saying like gore's pretty fucking bad. We need to uh, stop. But also, gore's pretty bad. Poop cock pee pee. He's just saying jokes. That was my
0: input, my uh replacement for jokes. He's just saying jokes to make funny moments. No, he no, yeah, like um to go into that hu- to that humor. I mean, it was literally like they they get attacked at some point and gore kidnaps all of the Asgardian children, um, and he's out just in space with a bunch of kids. This god murdering, you know, psychopath, and um, they're just joking. They're just like, oh, haha, joke, joke, joke. Or let's fool around. It's like, ha, I got a little uh, Bluetooth player that plays music. Yeah. <laughs> and then funny Thor tries to zoom off to find the kids, but
1: then, uh, fuck, I can't remember what his hammer's called. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker's like, uh-uh, you're not doing this because you are still in love with Mjolnir and I'm your weapon wife. And the whole yeah, movie, a- that joke comes around and around. I thought it was funny the first few times, then it just the first- kept happening over and over and
0: over The first two times, it was funny, but then it kept happening, like Colt said, where, like, I mean, that was literally a detriment to the story was because Thor was having feelings for his hammer, but also feelings for Jane, Mighty Thor, that it caused him not to be able to wield Stormbreaker correctly. That was just kind of stupid, in my opinion, and um, there also was a funny bit, I should say, in the beginning where Thor... Planted Stormbreaker into the ground, and um, whenever he had to take Stormbreaker out, Stormbreaker was already growing roots. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I think we all laughed. Yeah, that was good but um,
1: it. it was before the depression sank in. So,
0: yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it's just nothing but jokes and bits forever. Tyga really needs to
1: be reined in. I, I, I yeah, tried like, to say this last night, but the Thunder Gods wouldn't allow it. I think that this movie was Marvel at its laziest. It felt like they were just doing the least they could, and uh, they really went for it. Uh, It felt like an insult to the fans. It really did. Just try to see how stupid we are and how far they could get away with it. Uh, Yeah, no. It just felt extremely disrespectful to everyone.
0: Yeah, no, Colt said this really well, um, that it was basically a test of that. And I agree. It was was a test, and... um, They failed, and I think everybody failed. I think everybody failed, (laughs) except for us. We passed. Um, Well, we passed. The hardcore
1: Marvel fans like it, so I don't know. It's strange.
0: It's so bizarre, because it has, uh, what, uh, let me look. Um, I think
1: 3.3 on Letterboxd. A 3.3 on Letterboxd?
0: Okay, yeah, 3.3 on Letterboxd. It still has that. Dark World has like a two point five or something, or maybe a two point nine. So it's it's pretty damn low. And currently, I'm pretty sure Thor, Rag- Thor Love and Thunder is like the five highest ranking, like Marvel movie, mm-hmm. m- or like yeah, Marvel movie. Like it's made the most. It's the fifth made the most money, which is like you know, like it makes sense, but also too like what the fuck, <laughs> um, because it's just it's too it's too damn stupid and silly. I mean, like we said, Gore himself isn't a joking character and Christian Bale doesn't really bring that except for one moment. But his his um his mission, the impact of him, his themes, everything is just made into a joke and downplayed. And that's where Marvel rarely fails. Um, they had an opportunity to adapt something that, while source, sorry, let me kind of backtrack a little bit. Marvel adapting source material for their movies has never really been a problem for me because like we've said, um, the, MCU, the MCU is unique. It's separate. It doesn't have to be like the source. And that's good. You know, I I celebrate that. But with this, it's like Jason Aaron's writing and his run of Thor. I, I mean, not holding back or anything like it's perfect. And with this, they had the opportunity to deal and address something that Marvel hasn't done or many movies in general haven't done. And that is what happens when there are gods who are terrible incompetent and not doing their job like that that's something that i don't think has ever like been really discussed or explored in many movies and they could have done something really well in this by having gore somebody who was very greatly affected by being a devout believer and worshiper and then and then having been betrayed and him going on a basically a I, I would guess genocidal, decidal spree, and being just an absolute like, like he's on the same level of Thanos of being just such a huge problem, like an impact of like a power, a powerhouse. And in the um, comics, I don't, he's com- he's, I don't think
1: he's a. He's only his objective is to kill the gods. It's not the people. He's wanting not to the free the mortals. He wants them to be happy and free. But in this movie, he kidnaps mortals. Uh, and he, like, t- terrorizes them. Even though in the comics, whenever he captured mortals, he would, like, be reassuring, like, no harm will come to you. I only wish to kill your gods.
0: Yes. Yeah, complete like, opposite here.
1: He's just a pure villain.
0: He's just a pure villain, and, I mean, it's fine, but at the same time, too, it kind of goes against who he is as a character. Because, again, like, why does he... Why does he care about kidnapping some kids? I mean, you know, because uh, technically you can consider the Asgardians themselves their own race, and but they worship Thor, Odin, you know, their, their leaders, they worship them as gods, which is a thing in, like, cultures and stuff. So it's not, you know, it's not too far off. So it doesn't really make sense why he would, like, I mean, it does make sense in the terms of the story, but it doesn't make sense why he would actually bring any harm to them because there's a moment where a giant Boulder is gonna fall on them, and he just doesn't fucking care. And it's like, I think that would have been kind of an interesting choice if he would have saved those kids, because that shows that like, okay, he cares about everybody else, like mortals and stuff, but he doesn't fucking care about gods, you know? Because he he's killing them. And um, anyway, yeah. So Marvel, Marvel could have taken a risk, and I and I believe adapting Gore's storyline and what he represents. Would have been a huge risk, but I I I wholeheartedly believe it would have paid off. Like, I I really do, and it it just it's it's such a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a fucking bummer. It co- he could have been as
1: big as oh well, yeah he could have been as big as uh, fucking Thanos.
0: Okay, sorry, that's what I was gonna say. Jesus Christ, uh, yeah no. The only person who's ever like come close to this like scale of like killing is Thanos like gore is the only one who like who's come close because i mean in the comics he went on a huge huge killing spree of killing gods like he was traveling like all throughout the the universe just going and just killing and thor it was pretty cool cuz we saw thor basically like it was kind of noirish cuz he was trying to figure out um who was committing these murders and he was trying to track it, track him down um it was it was super sick, and for this, I mean, they they really just streamlined it. I I, I that's the best because, like I said, so negatives, um, is I believe because of what they had done um to the MCU so far, um, YTD had to make some choices in terms of, like, story and the processes of things that are happening. So I, I think that was detrimental to the writing. Um, because, like, again, with Gore, um, I think his powers... His powers were separate from what in the comics... I mean, in the comics, he could summon um, monsters and stuff, but the Necrosword was much more than that. It was literally um, a living weapon. It, he used it to make a cloak. Um, I mean, it, it literally... Uh, was draped over his body it could turn into a number of different weapons it was insane it was cool and in here it was just a sword it allowed him to travel through shadows which was actually super sick but then we but then they're like oh he's in the shadow realm uh it's this place that is makes us weaker and is not devoid of light, but it's like, it was kind of, it was kind of cool. It, it uses, um, it was just black and white and gray. And the only time they got color was when they were using light. Um, so that was kind of cool, but it just shows them taking the rainbow bridge out into space. And they come across the shadow realm. Um, I thought that was dumb. I, I didn't like that. And I'm, um...
1: yeah, I didn't understand how they exactly got there. I know, they needed the Bifrost from Stormbreaker.
0: Yeah, and they really, they really downplayed like so much, like Gore having to go to the I can't remember edge end of the universe to go to Eternity. I mean, they. It just seems like they kind of barely skipped over it. They're just like, oh, yeah, they have to go to Eternity, who is said to grant a wish, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's it. Yeah, they don't really tell
1: you much about Eternity because, like, I really didn't understand that much about Eternity uh, other than, like, he's there at the edge. You don't understand that he's, like, such an important character.
0: He is – I I was trying to tell Colt because he's – he is a character specifically and he is one of the, like the most powerful beings in the Marvel universe because he is eternity. He is, um, I had trouble explaining this to him because he's such a, he's an abstract concept. And, um, yeah, he's, uh, they, they referenced him way back in guardians volume two, uh, where star Lord was being shown a vision by ego. And he meant, and he says eternity, and that was a direct reference to, eternity and then we there's a lot of little cool easter eggs in that um building that they go to as well but yeah gore was um completely misinter m- just misused and just waste a wa- an absolute waste of a um of a character and um i, I like i will just go ahead and say it too about gore and about this movie is that now this will forever in my opinion, stain pop culture and the MCU Um, because, like, either people, you know, there there might be people who are interested who will go seek it out. I say yes. You know, the source material will always be there. Go check it out. I I highly... We both highly recommend it. Um, But then there might be some people who just... Who, after seeing this, are like, oh, you know, who cares? Or if it's like this, then... I'm not gonna read it or whatever, and I and I think, um, and because the MCU is just, you know, such a powerhouse of a, of of a pop culture now, and a, and a mark, and a symbol, um, th- this will this will be this will be what represents that, and that is terrible in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and the way it ends doesn't help because it's going to spread its stain for the rest of the MCU. I don't know how they're going to correct it because uh, the very end stuff is dumb as shit and I hate it. Well, whenever they went to meet the gods to get to Zeus to get his lightning bolt, I thought that it was pretty fun how uh, they killed all his men, but then it immediately was downplayed into the orgies and the, all yeah. the gods just watched as they uh, were slaughtered. They, they were just doing their own
0: thing. Yeah, so... That was another thing about um, that place, and so uh, it was like it, it was a good opportunity to show the gods being just a bunch of complete bastards, and it and it was kind of working whenever Zeus and all the gods were more concerned about orgies, and like you said, they fought their his guards, they they killed them, um, they fought Zeus korg gets shot with zeus's thunderbolt and me and colt in the theater were like oh shit like i thought he was we dead. were we thought he was dead because it was so it was just a randomly jarring shot of korg falling apart but then turns out he doesn't die um he still has his face and later he is able to regrow his rocks um yeah and um and then thor shoot or takes the thunderbolt gets so pissed and throws it back at zeus and well, we thought he he died, but he actually didn't, which I we'll, don't really understand. Yeah, we'll
1: come back to that. later. We'll come
0: back to that later. Yeah, that was a huge surprise. But um, and and everybody watched. I should say to everybody watched the, who watched that part, like kind of just laughed with the the gods and characters there. Like, I mean, literally, Valkyrie and Jane were having a moment where they're like, "Oh yeah, let's just watch Thor," you know, fuck up basically haha <laughs> it'll see grapes basically that like it was just completely it, it was awful but um yeah no we can go into the end part um which i i think might be where might be where i had my most gripes because so we get we get there thor is having to stop gore from getting to eternity uh, he has the kids thor saves the kids but then thor is like all right kids we're gonna go up there and you're gonna be brave and we're gonna fight and i'm like no fucking way! Are they about to make these? Are they about to make these kids fight? And um, he's like, "Go grab some stuff. Grab whatever you can find." These and kids that have gra- no combat experience whatsoever, they no powers. They're as he says they're as guardians, but like the thing is, is that Gore can damage Thor like with with the Necro Sword. So if they're all being hit by Gore. Or his monsters, then they can all die just as much as Thor. So I don't know why he says you're as guardians, You're strong, like, like no. If Thor's being beat, then they'll definitely be beaten. Yeah. Like, because he,
1: I, I, we didn't say, but he gives these kids the power of Thor, which kind of like in Naruto, whenever he passes the Nine Tail Spirit around to all the people in the war, but this time it's fucking stupid because he gives the ability of the thunder God to children with no combat experience that turn immediately into combat veterans. It's stupid.
0: It's, it's really stupid. And then also to the CG, the CG here with the kids. Oh, fuck me. I, also the CG with one, of the kids because he's the son of Heimdall. Um, when he appears before Thor and all of them, that CG looks so fucking bad it looks and so campy. Fucking bad. It looked like
1: something so, out of Adult Swim. Adult Swim when they do it, it's charming, it's funny, it's meant oh to be my bad. God. It, but here, you, it was just
0: not good. You're right. That did look like something out of an Adult Swim show. Holy shit! I cannot think of the show, but I know exactly what you're talking about. The Mighty, anyway, mighty Boosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, all these kids the worst cg ever where they're fighting again it's treated like it's meant to be like oh this is badass but also it's kind of funny and a joke because there's one kid who has her teddy bear she uses it to kill a bunch of monsters um then there's one girl who literally looks like they la- they added her in with bad camera footage that was taken not even not even for the movie it was like it was like candid like amateur footage of this little kid in a fairy outfit and um it was supposed to be funny because she was using her wand to tie up a monster and cut it in half um it was so bad and then come to find out actually i sent colt a video of an interview with taika and chris hensworth where taika says yeah those are all of our kids yeah they literally put the cast and crew's kids just for that
1: and i've been complaining about this i was thinking i was telling wenzel and them about obi-wan not going to spoilers but There's a child actor in there, and I'm 100%... I'm not 100% sure, but I'm I'm very suspicious of that kid being someone's child in the uh, the directors and whatnot. It's just... Get a kid that can act. Don't think that your child can act immediately. Uh, Because there are some kids that can act, and there's some that are just having fun. And I don't want your kid to have fun in my movie. I want them to be out doing their own thing. No fun for
0: kids. I mean, it's fine if you have one or two kids, may- maybe like a group, maybe five, doing some bits or something. But there was like 20 kids in this yeah, like whole thing. It was so stupid. Um, yeah, and then... Uh, so that happens, and then um, they're fighting Gore. Um, they're able to get... Um, We're going to backtrack a little bit um, to kind of go into what happens next. But we should mention another negative is Mighty Thor. She's underutilized. Mighty Thor herself, um, when she was announced, when Natalie Portman was announced to be coming back, it was pretty damn exciting. I was excited. I thought it was going to be great. It was going to be fun. When they showed her in the trailer, it looked cool. She looked awesome. Um, But then we got some just... terrible um another just another terrible misuse of a character honestly
1: yeah because she's a very very cool character very cool combat style but it's she's very rarely uh used i feel uh she's left behind on earth for a little bit because thor doesn't want her to get hurt she actually needs to stay treated because whenever she uses the hammer i don't remember them specifically saying but in the comics. Uh, whenever she's getting her treatment, she gets a chemotherapy. Whenever she picks up the hammer, the hammer cancels out the chemo by ridding the body of any uh, impurities. So the chemotherapy is pretty much rid immediately, but when she's turned back to a human, she still has cancer, and it's growing.
0: Yeah, there's there's no way for her body to fight off the cancer, so it's like no no holding back nothing guarding against it it just goes in full force unless she's holding the hammer if she's holding the hammer and she's you know thor then it's fine she she will i mean she can kind of basically live forever with it as long as she's holding on to it um and in here in the movie uh you know she drops on thor that she has cancer and it's kind of it's sad but again they have fucking bits in there and it's just like come on man um and then at some point there um we get it like after their first sorry their second battle with gore in the shadow realm um valkyrie gets wounded um, jane gets wounded as well she gets weakened and then they're having to take everybody back to earth Um, she goes back to the hospital, and you would think that we would have a serious moment of like, okay, if this second half, if it gets serious, you you know, it might be good, um, but it doesn't. Um, I mean, it it gets a little serious because Thor tells her that because she's wielding the hammer, it's making her body weaker, um. And it's causing her not to be able to fight off the cancer. That's kind of all he says. If I'm not mistaken, if we are correct us please. Like you know give us I guess the full um, text dialogue. But um, that's it. And so for the most of the movie
1: she's just a, a cancer. She has cancer. Uh, She's not very my, she's not Mighty Thor much I feel. I feel like Strangely enough, it's 50-50 where she's struggling with cancer and actually playing Mighty Thor, where I feel like she should have been 25-75 with dealing with cancer 25% of the time and 75% being Mighty Thor because it's not about her, this movie. It's about defeating uh, fucking gore.
0: Yeah, it's... uh, um. (sighs) And sorry, this, sorry, we're backtracking a lot because this also gets into the idea that this movie is about Thor trying to find himself and answer what the, literally says answer what the universe wants him to be. But it's like, okay, but what about the fucking, what about the character development from the past, like his, his movie, Thor Ragnarok, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War. What about all this character development? It's like, shouldn't you already know what you, you know, what you should be? Like also too, um, you know, like, what about the guardians? Like, wasn't that a whole whole shtick? It just it was so. It's about Thor finding himself, and honestly, it was just kind of. It doesn't seem like he really found himself. It it seemed kind of pointless, honestly. And um, if you're gonna have somebody else too named Mighty Thor, I think that would have been a good opportunity to um. I mean you know, focus on another Thor, because Thor is a mantle, it's not, it's not Thor's actual name, his actual name is Odin's son Thor's a mantle, that's why they referred her as Mighty Thor, that's why she, they say she's a Thor, um, I, I think they should have made a full use of, like, a two-hour, like, 30-minute runtime, but it, was, it ended up being, like, an hour and 59 minutes, um, but, but, you know, with the writing, I don't think, I don't sale. think
1: it would have benefited. It would have just been I, longer suffering.
0: It would yeah, exactly. It would have just been longer suffering. So yeah, to I guess to finally go back to the ending. Um so there's a part in there where um after Thor tells tells Jane not to go, you know, he loves her, they have a moment to reconnect, and they're back, I guess, officially on. Um she shows up wielding wielding the hammer again. He's upset, but they both fight Gore. They beat the shit out of him, but Jane momentarily gets weakened. Thor almost gets stabbed, but then he's able to break um, his the sword, and then Jane uses the hammer's um, ability to break apart to br- take some of the necro sword into the hammer itself and ignite it with lightning to completely destroy the necro sword because the necro sword can rebuild, um, but it turns the necro sword into dust and. That is how the necrosword is just gone forever. But Gore has opened the doorway to eternity and he gets in there. But Jane, for some fucking reason, I don't know why is literally, she, she starts to get, she reverts back to her, her human form and is, and is dying. Like she's on her deathbed right now. And it's, it, it, it's not, it's not explained why it just happens because, um, later, it's not like she destroyed Mjolnir. Mjolnir is fine. As long as she held on to the hammer, she would have been fine. Yeah. So and the th- there was no th- reason for her to
1: die. We kind of fucking uh, zoomed over it, but in the comics, the Necro sword is an immortal sword, pretty much. It's was there at the beginning of time, and it's going to be there at the end of time. It's something that's indestructible. Yeah. Yet, it- she absolutely destroys it, puts it out of its misery, just like that. I know you can't have something like that in the MCU, But they could do what they did in the comics, have Thor thrown into a black hole, uh, but they did not do that. They decided to destroy it completely, which is not something you can do.
0: Yeah, no, it was insane um, in the comics because, like Colt said, uh, I think it was King Thor, he threw it into a black hole because, again, they couldn't destroy it. He was like, we can't destroy this sword, so we're going to have to put it somewhere where it's unreachable. And um,
1: Fun fact, they reach it again
0: yeah somebody reaches it again uh um but oh shit some oh okay never mind sorry I was just remembering who reaches it and I was like oh fuck that does happen um yeah it's insane and um you you would think that like they could they would do something of it popping up later um you know Marvel likes to do that with characters with weapons stuff like that so that would have been cool but they didn't um and yeah, so uh, so then, Jane's dying. They're in the realm of eternity. Um, uh, uh, Gore is at eternity's feet, about to make a wish,
1: sucking on his
0: toes, his space toes, getting his earth knocked off. That was actually pretty cool. That was actually a neat. That was. It's so weird. It seems like they put a lot of money into the beginning CG and then the ending CG because the um the realm that they were in it was it was like a anime like blue sky and water mirror effect. Um, yeah, where you
1: fought Rom the uh, Vacuous from uh, Bloodborne.
0: Yeah, and um or Tanjiro's Soul Soulcore.
1: Exactly.
0: Um and Eternity himself. He's like he's literally um they they really I mean. They keep true to the comics in terms of his overall form. He looks like the universe, and uh, there's a cool 2D, 3D effect where he looks flat, but then you, as you turn or move, you can see his um, his 3D shape, uh, his face. It's really cool. Yeah, the um,
1: planets inside, uh, the planet solar system's inside of him. It's kind of like chowder uh, in the TV show. Whenever the characters would move, the fabric on their clothes would stay in the exact same position. It was very strange, and it's kind of like that. That's one of the things that, when I was little, I'd always notice in Chowder. Whenever he moved, the pattern on his shirt would m- be staying the same, but
0: moving. It's very strange. I'm glad you can compare this omnipotent being to um <laughs> this show Chowder. Well, I never they make thought... him into
1: a joke in the fucking movie, so I'm as well.
0: No, I mean I, I. They didn't make him a joke. They they, they probably did. They will. They will. And make him a joke later that's something me and colt talked about we hypothesized and we're like they're probably gonna downplay downplay that shit about this later but i just never thought chowder and marvel would loop around um so that's pretty cool <laughs> um yeah gore's about to make his wish you know he's gonna probably wish to kill all gods but thor is able to tell him no no he's like lo- you got love choose love which goes against gore's character a lot because like in the
1: comics he killed his wife because she tried to get in the way of him killing gods.
0: Yeah. It was... Um, I mean and like we said the characters can't be the same but I mean honestly though like it would have been far more interesting um, of a character study but but with, with the position that they're at Thor had to basically plea with Gore. I don't think because gore's literally right there at a deus, deus machina, a god, like a god god. Um, so, you know, they they couldn't fight. I get that. But I don't know. It was just kind of stupid. also, too, with, again, what I'm trying to say is it just shows that there's a few things about gore, about gore, his philosophy and everything that are kind of right. Like, gods are incompetent and... They're fucking ridiculous, and the fact that Thor got a bunch of children to fight for him kind of shows that. But yeah, anyway, back to the ending. Um, Gore does choose love. He brings back his daughter. Turns out his daughter is actually Chris Hemsworth's real daughter. And also, there's this really cool shot where uh, his daughter is being reflected in the um, in the water, and it shows that she's made of eternity's essence which is insane and i don't really know how that works um but then later you know jane dies um and thor he's lost everything but he has something new now and he has an adopted daughter and there's a moment where they're like home life single dad taking care of this uh basically near omnipotent being um Who's the daughter?
1: More fucking actors' kids getting in because their mom or dad's in the fucking movie. Just because you can act doesn't mean your kid can.
0: Which you know, it was kind of sweet, kind of funny. But then, uh, they're inside of a ship. They get out of it. He gives her Stormbreaker, and he has Mjolnir, and there's a there's supposed to be a badass moment of them running and jumping, and they're about to go into battle, and it's like, all right, cool. Also, the character's actual fucking name was Love. Love and Thunder. Which is stupid as shit. I hate that. I really do. I think it's
1: dumb and very bad.
0: Like Alright, cool. Um so yeah, that's Thor, Love and Thunder. So I guess we should probably talk about end credits.
1: Yeah, might as well.
0: So post or sorry, middle middle credits scene. Zeus is alive. We were all pretty goddamn shocked. He's just talking about how you know, how pissed off he was, about like, oh, This sucks. We need to make people fear gods again. Like, dude, really? Like, whoever wrote this did not it seems counter counterintuitive to what this is about, but okay. Um Well then again it kinda shows the gods are bastards, so I give you that. Anyway, we get introduced to Hercules. Hercules is now a character, um, maybe they might, I mean, I don't know. You never know. Might recast. Might never ever use him again. Um, but he's played by a guy from, most notably, Ted Lasso. Never heard of him. But Hercules is now in the MCU officially. Um, and then final end credits, uh, Jane ends up in Valhalla. And that's kind of it. Heimdall's there.
1: Yeah. I just, just, it was so fucking dumb. The way they just killed, they had Jane there, which is really cool. They killed her off in less than two hours. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. I was expecting like some kind of Malekith teaser of him coming back. Maybe Jane will stay and have her own TV series or something. But no, she's there and gone.
0: Yeah, I mean it's interesting because it's like Valhalla is real. There's an actual place for these um for these beings to go to. Oh, Sif's back. I forgot to mention that. Jamie Alexander, the actor actress who plays Sif, she's back. She's missing an arm. Um, that was also joke and downplayed. Was uh, she was not quote unquote dying, but she thought she was dying, and she was missing an arm, and it was just kind of like, like
1: eh, <laughs> you know, you lost your an arm. arms in Valhalla, but if you die right now, you won't go to Valhalla because you technically you didn't die in battle.
0: And if she's like, oh shit, like okay, funny, I guess. Where where has she been, too? Like, half of her people are dead. Where's she been? So, yeah.
1: And it may sound like we've been overly harsh on this movie, and I I don't think so. That's because I read the comics and I love them. But just keep in mind that we love, like, pretty much 90% of the MCU, or I do at least. I enjoy the MCU a whole lot. I think it's really fun. I enjoy most of the jokes. Like, I, fuck, I loved Eternals, Shang-Chi, and, uh, fuck, what was the recent one?
0: Doctor Strange?
1: Doctor Strange. I loved all of those. Absolutely fantastic movies, in my opinion, but it's hated by a lot of, like, the hardcore MCU fans. I think it's because they're branching out. And this movie felt like they were taking a step back from the branching out. Uh, It just felt bad.
0: Yeah, it felt like Taiko was like, oh, people love Thor Ragnarok, so I'm gonna do that again, but I'm gonna do it even more. Let's go 200%. Yeah, uh, like Colt said, somebody somebody needs to be there to rein him in if he does direct another Thor. I don't think he needs to direct another Thor. I don't think he needs to direct another project within the MCU. I'm sorry. Look, Thor Ragnarok was great. Let's just leave it at that. Well, let's leave it at that with the love and thunder. Just count your losses. I mean, it's not a loss for him because he's fucking rich now, but come on, man. I don't know. I don't know whatever do what you want I loved Eternals I loved Doctor Strange too and I love Shang-Chi and I did not love this and I'm sad about it it's a painful timeline I
1: just feel like it's dumb that we have this super powerful creature now that's roaming the galaxy I feel like it's gonna downplay a lot of stuff like or why didn't Thor bring her to help deal with this massive thing if he pops up back with the Avengers or something on Earth
0: yeah, like, is, know, he, is he just going to be... Is he just going to be taking care of this kid the entire time? I mean...
1: if he's Is he just going to have not be part of the main group anymore? Is he just going to be out in space doing his own adventures now?
0: And, I mean, the thing is, is that it says at the end, Thor will return, so it's like, okay, now is he just going to do stuff with this little girl that's super powerful? I mean, that's going to look kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> like, who thinks that we need more... I mean, who, who says we need more child like literal child superheroes getting into these like multiversal universal wars like yeah that's something we need um which i mean you can come at me because there's also miss marvel there's technically spider-man
1: yeah but miss marvel the actor is an older kid like i have nothing against like older kid actors because i feel like they actually had time to actually learn how to act this kid's like six, seven years old, and it's very clear they're are children.
0: Yeah, do not know how to act. Yeah, no, totally. Um, so yeah, th- those that those are our thoughts and comparisons. Um, we hated Love and Thunder. We loved um the comics. Um, ha- you know, hate to be those guys, but we we if we we're gonna take a stand on source material over a movie, this is the this is the stand we take so
1: yeah and if you're offended by that sorry uh if you love the movie uh, i'm sorry i hope we didn't taint your views uh but it's just how we felt it's how it is don't attack us because if you do i'll just uh break the neck or sword because that's (laughs) possible.
0: yeah um but thank you for listening to us, talk about this again. Please don't let us taint um, your view on this. If you liked it, you liked it. Or if you want to see it, go see it. Um, you know, you can form your own opinion. Obviously, do you're going to do what you're going to do? Um, but uh, this has been all you can hear. You can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. Wait, that's it?
1: AYCH Podcast?
0: AYCH podcast, okay, I'm sorry. Uh follow us on AYCH podcast on Twitter, Instagram, all you can hear. Uh go to our I should have probably plugged our uh you know what? Stop right here. Cut this out. I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. Look for us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. We are all you can hear. Leave us a like, rating, review subscribe to us please if you leave us feedback reviews it really helps us um you know tell us what you think um any feedback we do listen to it we do look at it thank you go follow us on twitter at aych podcast go follow us on instagram all you can hear go to our twitch.tv slash all you can hear go to our youtube all you can hear i'm pretty sure podcast i'm sorry um where we have uh storage basically of all of our past streams and stuff um and I, I've been your host, uh, Wenzel. You can follow me on Twitter at Wenzel You can follow my art Instagram at World of Wenzel. You can follow my bookstagram where I talk about books, Wenzel Banters. Um, you can go to my link tree uh, where I have my links for my Letterbox, Goodreads, and my store where I sell art prints and stickers. Go check that out, please. I appreciate it. Thank you again for listening, and um, have a good day.
1: Yeah, my name's Colt. Follow me on Twitter, ColtD00. Uh, read the comics. Please do. Read Jason Aaron's run. I'm reading through it now, and I love it. That's
0: all. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye bye.
1: Nice.